with Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Monday. Monday. And just like that, fall's officially over. No, now can we say no, that? Come no, on. it's going to be 75 in three days. Dang you can it. calm down. You're I swear right. the weather hits 50 and Remy freaks out. <laughs> what was the first thing you said when you came in today? That it was I'll piercing. Me, it's piercing. It's 33. Yeah. And it was rainy all yesterday. Yeah, it was a good weekend to not do anything. Yeah, yeah. I do envy those people. Right. Uh, but we were out all weekend doing like Halloween things. Mm-hmm. Kids got all dressed up. I got candy. You got candy. From them. Right. You stole candy. <laughs> I stole candy, yeah. How was your weekend, Casey? It was great. I worked at the Ludo concert all weekend, which was also pretty Halloweeny, so that was fun. Um, but you know when you are so busy all weekend long, that Monday comes and you're almost like, oh, thank God it's Monday. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, just kind of weekend just flies by. And you had an experience over the weekend that I was jealous I didn't get to experience with you. I wanted to be the one that gave you your first apple butter. Oh. (laughs) Stop. Stop right there. (laughs) Put that thing down, flip it, and reverse it. It is a Monday. Uh, Yes. And did you like it? You didn't like it? It was okay. Oh, my god! It was okay. I mean, if you still want to do the apple butter thing tomorrow, we can. No, because you're the worst. Uh, maybe maybe I just got bad apple butter. No. I don't, I don't know. It looked very dark. It was very dark. It's always dark. Okay, so it's always dark. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, we're going to get into that a little bit uh, later. Cody Jinx, we've got tickets for that at 8 o'clock with the Big Three. Uh, and thanks for hanging out on this Monday morning. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. John Party has released his very first Christmas album. Woo! Too early to start talking about Christmas? No. Because let's be honest. I, mean, I think as long as you don't play it, yeah. you're safe. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll just play you a little bit then. We won't go too wild. John Party released his very first Christmas album. It's called Merry Christmas from John Party. Super basic. That's fine. <laughs> and he's actually been sitting on it for a while, just really waiting for the season to get here. Well, we recorded uh, Merry Christmas from John Party in February. It was still cold out. A lot of the standards is recording the record in July. You know how hot it is in July in Nashville? The last thing you want to think about is Christmas in July. So instead, they did it right after Christmas last year and said, all right, we'll just sit on it and forget about it until the next season comes around. Which I think about that sometimes, too. Like, when you are recording a Christmas album, when are you doing that? Yeah. they. <laughs> that is interesting that it was that much of a big deal that he, they couldn't do it. Right. He went on, like, whenever he was talking there, he went on to say, like, I, there's no way I could have recorded a Christmas album if I wasn't wearing a coat to the studio. A lot of the track list includes a lot of new original songs, which sound very John, just by the titles. Some of them are Beer for Santa, and Santa looks a lot like Daddy. <laughs> there are... Daddy. <laughs> there are also some, you know, favorites that you're going to know and recognize, like Let It Snow, Winter Wonderland, and All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. This throws me so many, like, Hallmark movie vibes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the end credit scene where they're, you know, walking off into the snow land or whatever. And, and it's John Party in the background. Da, 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 yeah. da, da. No, listen, no disrespect to Thanksgiving. It's just... In my opinion, way less festive than Halloween and Christmas. That's I'm not true. skipping over Thanksgiving at all. That's very true. I mean, first, geez, we still got to get to Halloween. <laughs> but John Party, he's got you covered, ready for Christmas. So that album is out now. It's called Merry Christmas from John Party. The 31 Mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey, powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. Figured there's no better time to talk about candy. Than the day before Halloween, right? Right. What's the worst candy? Doesn't have to be Halloween specific. There's this new poll that came out that says the candy corn is not the worst candy. In fact, it didn't even make the top five. See? See, people, get what, off our backs. What is it for you? 314 699 4766. Let's go through the top five. Um, okay, let me think. Let's go to number five first. Now, this is open to all candies from all different holidays. I might have just given you a clue. From all different holidays. We're talking Easter. We're talking Christmas. We're talking Valentine's Day. Um, I, I will all say uh, Conversation Hearts. Conversation Hearts are not in the top five. Mm, I'm, I love a Conversation Heart. Let me send you on a path. Number five is Red Hots. Wow. That's a, that is a... Hot take. Mm, 43% of people hate them. Number four, in the same vein, atomic fireballs. You ever had those? No. They're in the, um, they're in like the lemon head realm. Okay. But they're, you know, they're spicy. They're cinnamony. Number three is dots. And dots are the, um, they're like gummies. Yes. They're yes. like the little gummies that come in all different flavors, yes. and you can only eat one before your every every canal and yes, and a crevice <laughs> in your mouth is full of it. You feel like your teeth may actually come out with that candy. Oh gosh, <laughs> even thinking about it kind of sends shivers down my spine. For me, I feel like I, they always seem like a good idea to start. Like they, especially when you're down to like your last couple items uh, in your bag and you're like, well, yeah. I guess I'll eat the dots. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a terrible experience though. Number two, jawbreakers. 45% of people hate jawbreakers. I think as long as you keep them in your mouth long enough, they're not terrible. I'd you could probably say that about a few things. I, <laughs> I think I'm, my generation might have <laughs> missed jawbreakers a little bit because I think this is something I've only maybe had once. Really? Yeah. And the number one most hated candy is, now I'm going to let you guess on this one. I will say it is Easter. It's, it's Easter. A, it's, it's an a, Easter candy. It's, oh, the Peeps. It is Peeps. Yeah. Peeps, yep. Yeah. 52% of people hate Peeps. I don't mind a Peep. I can only have like one, but I don't mind it. Yeah. Jelly beans, hot tamales, uh, almond joy, lemon heads. Sitting at number six is candy corn, by the way. Just out of the top five. And yet... Allegedly, Missouri's favorite candy yeah. is Almond Joy. Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah, it, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just an interestingly, like, very specific candy. It would be like if they said that the Missouri's was, like, 
you know, hot tamales or red hots or something like that. It's an odd thing. It's something that I don't think you should even be allowed to buy unless you're <laughs> over the age of 60. The, I think the scary part about all this is that I like most of these candies on this, like, bit of honey. Uh-huh. Cadbury cream eggs. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Those are good, though. Mentos, the fresh maker. Come on. Mentos? Is that not a mint? No. It, well, it's, yes, it's a mint, but it's a candy mint. Let us know on the text line, what's the worst candy? According to this list, Peeps. 52% of people hate peeps. And this is not a strictly Halloween list, but I feel like they do have Halloween peeps. That was my next question. Yeah, I think they do. I think they're ghosts, if I'm not mistaken. Is the peep factory just pumping all year long? Oh, yeah. They're pumping marshmallow, sugary marshmallow with eyes. I don't you know, know about what I mean? all that. <laughs> uh, from the 314, any kind of black licorice? Facts. Nasty. From the 636, I love Jawbreakers. They made the list. Okay, they are number teeth. two. Yeah, right? Ugh. Just hurts thinking about it, right? Uh, from the 618, Black Licorice. And from the 618 as well, Peeps and Circus Peanuts are on their list. Yeah, that's a weird one. So I feel like Circus Peanuts is just insulation. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just wrong. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, I did read something about a licorice. I, someone told me that it helps for headaches sometimes. And then I looked it up and I said, "What's what are the uh, negative effects of black licorice? It can cause high blood pressure, hormonal imbalance, and severe headaches. So, yeah. I don't know where they got that from. Mm. But uh, I don't know. Maybe there is an ingredient that another helps with thing, headaches. Another thing that you shouldn't be allowed to buy unless you're over the age of 60. Licorice. <laughs> that and Werther's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the worst candy? Let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. And it is over in St. Louis. The eighth seed in the West, Sporting Kansas City, comes across the state of Missouri and dominates their cross-state rival. Not a good weekend for sports in the area. Uh, first game of the playoffs was last night for City SC. They got beat by Sporting KC 4-1. to one. Okay, so tell me more. Is this like baseball where it's a series or are they just out? So it's best two out of three in these first three games. Okay. So essentially now that makes the next game do or die. They got to win two in a row to move on now, I believe. Uh, obviously that's possible, but... <laughs> I don't know if anybody was at the game last night, you know that those are not ideal conditions for playing outside. I do want to say, I think everybody I know was at the game last night. Yeah. I almost started to get a little bit of FOMO. And then I remembered that it was raining in 35. Yeah. And felt better. Yeah. I don't know why that game was so late either. It, I mean, central time zone game, both Kansas yeah. City and St. Louis are obviously in the central time zone. Like we see this on the West Coast whenever anybody's playing on the West Coast, then the, the times are later here. I thought th I only thought that it had to do with like programming times, like for broadcast. I think that's what it ended up being, but 9.30? It's really late. Dang. And City hasn't played in a, in a couple weeks either, so you know, anyways, I can make all the excuses, but we need to win a couple games back to back. Uh, the next game will be on Sunday in Kansas City, kickoff at 4. That's a little bit better of a time. Yeah. I think. Uh, the Chiefs also lost because Taylor wasn't there. Let's be no, honest. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't go blaming anything on my girl or my man. That is a whole ass team. It's, it's you know, the Chiefs, they lost to the Broncos, which is already sad just because the Broncos are not awesome this year. 24 to 9 last night. 
but you do have to take into consideration. I was telling someone this, like Russell Wilson is still a good quarterback. It's still Russell like, Wilson. He's a veteran quarterback, and he can make things happen, and he did. Uh, probably didn't help that Patrick Mahomes was sick. He yeah. played sick. He was, I, I believe it was like flu or something. He did, His face looked miserable. Um, Michael Jordan did that, but they won. So, Oh, my gosh. Throwing that out there. Uh, it didn't look like anyone was really in the game last night, honestly. It just, it was weird. We were at Ballpark Village for the Jingle Fest ticket blast. And everybody that was there was just, you know, head in their hands. Like, what, what is going on right yeah. now? Uh, thankfully, it, it was just a you know, regular season game, so it didn't mean too much. But uh, hopefully we can pick it up. They've got the Dolphins in London on Sunday. So kickoff will be at 830 in the morning. So uh, Blues will take on the Avalanche on Wednesday. Puck drop at 830. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Tons of people were heartbroken this weekend learning that Matthew Perry passed away on Saturday at the age of 54. He died in his home. The LAPD says that foul play is not suspected and at this time an autopsy has been completed, though results on a toxicology report are still pending. We're... So I was working a concert, like mm-hmm. a festival, all weekend long, and I'll never... A girl looked up with it at me with her face from her phone, and she was like, Matthew Perry's dead. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're kidding. Yeah, I was uh, I was watching somebody streaming on TikTok, and someone in the comments had said, Matthew Perry just died. And I was like, okay, this is a TikTok oh, comment. And yeah. then I went out, and it was like, you know, TMZ and People Magazine and all these different places were reporting on it. And I was like, gosh, dang, he's only 54. And he, would, he was like bettering himself over the past several years. Yeah. Sucks. His family made a statement that says, we're heartbroken by the tragic loss of our beloved son and brother. He brought so much joy into the world as an actor and a friend. You all meant so much to him and we appreciate the tremendous outpouring of love. And acting career aside, obviously we know that he had a long struggle with addiction at one point admitting to taking about 55 Vicodin a day, weighing in at 128 pounds. He's he's really had a struggle, I think specifically over the last 30 years or so. And in his memoir last year, he wrote, when I die, I know people will talk about friends, friends, friends. And I'm happy for that. I'm happy I've done some solid work as an actor, but when I die, it would be nice if friends were listed behind the things I did to help other people. I know it won't happen, but it would be nice. And here he's talking about one of his former homes that he made into a men's sober living facility. And he even wrote an entire play about his struggle with his anxiety, or his uh, anxiety, depression, sobriety. Yeah. So I would hope that those things really take off now in his honor. But uh, yeah, I have seen a ton of like friends clips and I think that's how most people know and recognize him. Yeah, and I'm sure that my wife isn't al- alone in this, but she she started looked up, it. She was no, she like got a little emotional over the weekend, and I was like, gosh, it's like you know, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a celebrity, whatever. But I feel like so many people connected with all those all those actors and actresses on the show Friends, right? It's huge, and you know, there's there isn't a moment in life that cannot be quoted by. A Friends episode. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my gosh, exactly. As soon as I saw it, you know, I had a million thoughts, but one of them is now Remy has to watch it. Yeah. This is one of those shows that I've always been telling you, like, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. This is, I'm telling you, the 
character of Chandler is the star of the show. And I just saw a quote this morning that said when he first read the script, he was like, it was as if somebody had followed him around for an entire year because he is that character. Yeah. And that's probably why he was typecast and other things as the funny, sarcastic one. Yeah, this is sad. I know a lot of people are really heartbroken about it, so... You're not alone, and um, I actually do really like seeing all the Friends clips and and um, passages from his book that came out last year. So I'll post more to our Facebook page at 92.3 W.I.L. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 W.I.L. Prepare to feel old. Urban Outfitters is now selling refurbished iPods and calling them vintage Urban Outfitters is one of those places that, to me, I have no idea what goes on in there because <laughs> there's clothes, there's candles, now there's iPods. Yeah. I feel like it was a huge deal when I was uh, in my 20s. We'd always go to Urban Outfitters. I just don't know what's there. Is it an everything place? Is it a what's trending place? I think it's more of like a what's trending place. Okay. It's like, a, you know, clothing. So how does it feel in your heart to know that iPods are now considered vintage because they're over 20 years old? I don't know. Part of me actually wants to go like play around with one. Yeah. Part of me likes the fact, fact that it's not... Uh, based in any internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like there's it's no not algorithm connected. to it. Yeah. It's not trying to guess what song I want to hear next. A listing for a fourth generation iPad from 2004 described it as a genuine piece of vintage retro tech. The perfect blend of new millennium design and modern features. Do you have any? Um, I might have a, what was it? The iPod Nano, I think is what I, I never had like a full size one. My wife did. She had one of the fat ones. Yeah, that had the like brick. thousands of songs on it. Yeah, I have a, I have a couple that are about the size of like an a Fire Stick yeah. or a Fire Stick remote. Yeah, those are the ones that I have. I think that might be the Nano. Uh, fourth generation is before touchscreens, so you still had to use the wheel uh-huh. on the front to scroll through songs, and they obviously don't support wireless headphones, so you got to plug in. They, do they produce these anymore? No. No, I don't think so. Do they even produce like an iPod Touch? That's the that's the one I'm not 100% sure about. I feel like they discontinued that As like, they within have. the last five years or so. Because it's just a phone. Yeah. Uh, the wild part is the price tag. They are selling them for $350. $350, I think, I think that feels right. For an... What? For an iPad that's like 20 years old? An or an iPod? iPod? A, they don't make them anymore. B, they don't make them anymore. C, if you really bought that in 2000 and whatever, <laughs> yeah. you bought it for $750. <laughs> you bought was it for $1,000. So I, I think when I bought my first iPad, I want to say it was like upwards $500. Yeah. And um, I could totally see if they're refurbishing them and getting them good to go again. I think that's a fair price. So they've also been selling at least one other model, which is the original iPod Mini from 2004. They listed that one for two hundred dollars. Or it's like a square. These are all. These are. They're all sold out. There's. There. There are people buying them. It's the same way that like when vinyl got exciting again. I don't know if cassette tapes really had that big comeback, yeah. but there were a few artists that chose to release like special edition cassette tapes. Uh huh. Like records definitely have that sound. 
I don't know that cassettes really have the Backstreet Boys that sound. The Backstreet Boys sent me a uh, what? What do you play cassettes in? A little thing. A cassette player. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no hate guys, but come on, <laughs> a, a cassette player. I <laughs> uh, posted this up on the Facebook page. Let us know. I mean, if you've got an old iPod, I want to see a picture of it. I just want to get the hidden stuff. I want to know what your most played song was. They said it back then. Oh, they that did. That was a setting in there. Yeah. I got to know. 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey. What's the most random concert you've ever found yourself at? 314-699-4766. You say found yourself like people are just wandering into concerts left and right. Well, I feel like this happened to me on Friday night. And no, it wasn't like a wandering in situation, but it was one of those, I wasn't planning on going to this show and I don't know that I ever would, but my in-laws are very, uh, were big fans of American Idol back in the day. Okay. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, Clay Aiken was in town. Oh my. (laughs) Clay Aiken and Ruben Stuttered. And here's the thing. We've talked about this on the air before. At one point in your life, you coined yourself a claymate. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Who wasn't? Who wasn't a claymate? I don't know. (laughs) I wasn't so grown back then. But I'm thinking (laughs) there was a little part of you that was like, okay, a little. I'm curious. Sure. I'm curious. So my in-laws, they ended up being sick. So we went... I was like, okay, so we're not going now, right? And my wife was like, oh, no, we're going. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got to see Ruben after all these years. All I'm, all I'm saying is that when I walked into Family Arena on Friday, I was like, I am going to get seen. Somebody is going to be like, hey, aren't you the guy from the radio? Aren't you Remy? Aren't you Remy? Why are you here? Anyways, the biggest thing that I took from this is that they both sound the same still. They sound the same. Well, good. You know, they won for a reason. 20 years later, sound the same. Here's a little cut of clay. making fun of this fact, but there was maybe 1,500 people there, and it was already cut in half. Like, they cut Family Arena in half at the stage. Oh, no. (laughs) So we had so much room to, like, move about. I had nachos and cheese and, like, had food there. It's the weirdest concert experience I've ever been to. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Clay and Ruben coming back, and Remy's in the audience with nachos. Yeah, and it was surprisingly good. Like I was, I was, there are so many classic rock bands that go back out on tour and uh-huh. it's, it's hard to listen to. Like their voices just aren't there anymore. But you loved it. I loved it. Oh my gosh. I loved it. I don't know that I'm going back. Right. But I loved it in the moment. That's great. It brought me all the way back to 2003. Wow. So have you found yourself at a concert you didn't think that you were going to be at? Let us know on the text line. Remy, where were you at on Friday night? <sighs> I was at the uh, Clay Aiken show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the most random spot in the city you could have chosen. I know. I posted up on Facebook, I am at Clay Aiken, all in lowercase. And I feel like some people thought that I was gloating about That's that. That's why, And you no photos or anything? I did post a photo. Okay. I said, yes, he is still alive. There I he wish is. you didn't. I wish it was just the status, I am at Clay Aiken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we asked the question, have you ever found yourself at a concert that you not necessarily didn't want to be at, but didn't 
expect yourself to be. Or felt out of place. Attending, yeah. So we got a couple text messages here from the 314. Took my sister to an Ashley Simpson show. Wore a hood the entire time. Wanted nobody to see me there. Oh, man. <laughs> Ashley Simpson, I always forget about her. She had a little bit of a Pieces. career. Pieces. Yeah. She went on tour for a little bit. Uh, from the 573, not going to lie, ended up at Kenny G. Same situation, <laughs> gift for my in-laws, and we still went best damn concert ever. That's kind of sick. Yeah. Yeah, the soprano sax, still rocking it. Uh, from the 636 Rodney Carrington, because my hubby Travis made me go. Uh, I think that'd be a fun show. I think so, too. He's a funny dude. I found myself at uh, Wayback Point Fest one year mm. and I thought that it would be fine, and I really stuck out like a sore thumb. <laughs> Same thing like this weekend over, I, I worked the Ludo concerts at the pageant over the weekend and if you know who Ludo is, shout out Tim Combi and the Courtney show, it's it's a very, it's a world I don't belong in. Yeah. Which, it was a ton of fun, but I felt so out of place. It's super niche, right? Yes. Yeah, so uh, let us know on the text line if you've ever found yourself at a concert you didn't expect it to be at. 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey. All right, time for the big three today. Playing for those Cody Jinx tickets. Alex in O'Fallon, Missouri is going to be playing alongside Casey this morning. Go ahead and spin the wheel, please. Woo! Thank you. Solid spin. You put some oh, grease on that. I know. WD-40, girl. It's spray. All uh, right. Today we're playing Cost for Cameo. This... I'm going to give you two celebrities. You tell me who costs more. Super easy. We played that. We used to play this a lot back in like 2020. Did we really? We did. Dang. Well, then you should be pretty good. Or Rusty, one of the two. You can go to Alex for one of these if you would like. It's pretty much 50-50, though. I don't even know what a good price for a cameo is anymore. They're all over the board. I'm going to tell you that. And I'm going to tell you which celebrities don't like doing it because they are the most. All right. So here we go. Tell me who is more, Casey, Leanne Rimes, or Deborah Messing? Leanne Rimes, or Deborah? Me- is Deborah Messing part of the? Uh, no, I was going to ask if she was part of the Scientology, but that's Leah Remini. <laughs> Both actresses within the same realm in my mind. Okay. Deborah Messing, literally know her nothing except for Grace. Mm-hmm. Leanne Rimes. How could I live? She had that one show. I live? Messing around. Did she really? No. <laughs> I think Deborah Messing has to be more. Deborah Messing? Yes. Final answer. Yeah. Number two, Tanya Harding or Nancy Kerrigan? I don't know anything about them other than the air of which uh, one broke the other's leg. Yes. That's, I think, the extent of what most people know the best. But then... <laughs> and they did that whole, like, figure skating thing, too. Everyone really likes... Like, there's that I, Tanya movie. I feel like she's got a whole bigger... She's got a bigger reputation. So I'm going to say Tanya Harding. Okay. Can yeah, I just there's say, a whole movie about her. Can I just say it's it's even more interesting that they're both on Cameo? It is. <clears throat> okay. Poor Nance. Tanya Harding, final answer. Yeah. Number three. Who is more? Dennis Rodman or proud to be an American Lee Greenwood. What kind of combination is that? <laughs> An in the same realm of money kind Rodman, of. Rodman, 1997. All right. Um, who's our person today? Alex. Alex, I'm coming to you. Who has more? Rodman or Lee Greenwood? Who's it's more? Gotta- Say it one more time. You broke up. 
Dennis Rodman, for sure. Uh, yes, that's my so. choice, too. Because, Alex, name me one other Lee Greenwood song. I, I can't. Period. <laughs> and that's that. So, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, final answer. Okay, here we go. We go back to Alex. How many out of three do you think Casey got right today? I'm going to go three for three. Wow. Three for three. No! Run it. Leanne Rhymes, $333. Deborah Messing, $350. That is a correct answer. Thank you. Number two, Tanya Harding is $50. Nancy Kerrigan, $75. First yeah. off, I don't even know what either of these people looks like. Why are they on Cameo? Well, because it affected a lot of people back in the day, back in the 90s. So, including my myself, uh, Dennis Rodman or Lee Greenwood. Dennis Rodman is five hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Lee Greenwood is four hundred dollars. Oh my god! I mean, you got I did, that right. I did get that right. You I, got that right. The wrong buzzer was for Lee Greenwood thinking he should charge four hundred dollars <laughs> for a sixty-second cameo. And I'm sure there's stipulations like you you can. You can request anything, but I'm not singing. I will not. Proud to be an American. Quote, proud to be an American, <laughs> period. Oh, I remember interviewing him once, and he said, we can talk about anything except for that one song. What else I was like, is there? That's what people want to know, Lee. Come on. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. If we can't have Brad and Carrie, we'll gladly take these two instead. Luke Bryan is about to pull double duty. On one of the biggest nights in country music, he is set to host the 2023 CMAs alongside his bestie, Peyton Manning. Solid. Um, did they do this last year? I think so. Yeah. I think so, too. Because the announcement that they made involved a video of Peyton and Luke on horseback mm-hmm. riding off into the sunset <laughs> together, yes. leaving Nashville. And uh, they get a phone call asking if they'd like to do the CMAs again. So, should we give it another shot? Yeah, I think we do. We're in. Back to Nashville. Yeah, how you get off this thing? Yeah, a uh, little help here? You right? I, I got it. These two are so funny. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest, didn't watch CMAs last year, so I don't know how funny it was, mm-hmm. but I know individually they're great. I feel like that's a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people don't watch catch the headlines the yeah next you gotta day. catch them the next day and the highlights sometimes they go the, the cmas especially they go forever like they just go they on so and on and i will say this this is i don't know if this is a hot take or if this is just my personal opinion but i have let go of brad and carrie i've let it go you've let it go i've let it go I, because for years i've been like well maybe if we just keep saying things you know, law of attraction will step into place and then we'll get Brad and Carrie back. I don't think it's happening. So I've let it go to a certain extent. Do what are they my top choice still? Yes. But remember that one year it was like Kane Brown and Kelsey. Kelsey. And yeah. then they were like, well, wait, let's add Dolly. Uh-huh. And it was just a little it was just it was just a lot going on. I just want a little consistency, I think. Luke, Peyton, yeah. I'm down with it. It feels like everybody is pretty cool with that. Luke's also going to be taking the stage as a performer at some point in the show. He's celebrating his 30 number one singles, which is a milestone he hit last month in, in September. 
And he said online, it's pretty surreal to think about all the people involved in making 30 number one hits happen. A special thanks to all my songwriters and producers on these songs. I'm humbled to celebrate the accomplishment with so many people involved in my career, including all my artist friends. Couldn't have done it without y'all. So uh, I'm sure when he performs, I think it's like a medley of a lot of those songs. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because I feel like in the past, it's just been one song. You know, I like the medleys. Things that you know and recognize and can sing along to. Medleys and pyro. If those two things combine, I'm good. Well, it is Luke Bryan. <laughs> yeah. So I can imagine both of those things will be involved. The CMAs are airing on November 8th. Obviously, like I mentioned, Luke and Peyton hosting. I think it'll be great. And I'll post the uh, the little announcement video. It's pretty funny to our Facebook page at 923WIL. It's officially spooky season. 31 mornings of Halloween. With Remy and Casey, powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. Halloween's tomorrow. Just a reminder. And some spooky stuff is happening in the Ozarks all the time. Yeah, that is where it goes down, isn't it? Yeah. And I really think that it's just a bunch of drunk people seeing things. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize this, but apparently the best known creature on this Monster Monday is... A creature called the Gowrow. Gowrow. Spell it. G O W R O W. The Gowrow. The Gowrow. Here's a description. Often described as a large reptilian creature with a long neck, big tusks, and a spiked tail. Some might compare it to a dragon. A dragon in the Ozarks. <laughs> this one's a little far fetched for me. I believed in the Momo monster. I believed in that. I still do. I think that that thing still exists. The Momo? I don't know about like a Komodo dragon hanging out at the Ozarks. I, so what is it? People are seeing it or is there a real story behind it? There is. There's several stories. Here's one of them. He comes out once a year and he eats a 16-year-old maiden. The guy says, uh, I'll tell you what, if you can kill the Galrao, you can marry my <laughs> daughter. And he sends him on his way. The Galrao comes out and, and attacks Jack. Jack... Uh, Misses him with the first two darts, and as you would expect, uh, the third one hits the mark. He kills the the gal row. And he got to marry the maiden? Jack who? Jack and the Beanstalk? No, Jack. The the guy that shot the gal row, dude. Kill the gal row! <laughs> oh my gosh, what is this? Yeah. This is crazy. Only comes out once a year. There's another one. Keep uh, your maidens closed up. <laughs> a traveling salesman named William Miller claimed to have encountered and killed the Galrau somewhere near Marshall, Arkansas in 1897. Miller said he came upon the Galrau's cave where there was many skeletons, skulls and bones and scraps of human flesh from a recent feast. After killing the Galrau, Miller said he shipped the creature's skin and skeleton to the Smithsonian Museum in in Washington, D.C. And then what? Uh, they were unable to confirm Miller's claim. Uh, yeah. So, and I was just there, and I didn't see. You know what it probably any. was? Coyotes. <laughs> it's always coyotes. Like what? It had mange. It was scaly, right? Man. Scaly. <laughs> it, oh gosh, we've had the Momo, the Missouri monster. We had the Phantom of Route 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 sixty six. Yeah, yeah. We had the Spook lights. Spook lights in Joplin. <laughs> And now... A Komodo dragon. The Galrao. That's basically what it looks like. Feels like Missouri. Um, feels like we're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I did post this up on the Facebook page if you want to check more out there. Have you seen the Galrao? 
Have you been in the party cove? Like, hey, what's up? That's a gara over there. Yeah. Look, maidens, it's probably not a bad idea to just stay inside anyway <laughs> stay inside. if you're heading down there anytime soon. Look, it's just once a year, okay? <laughs> Earlier I said that the uh, Chiefs were going to be playing in London. That is not the case. They'll be playing in Germany. I think this might be the first time they're playing in Germany, but I've heard multiple people now say, next week when they're in London, next week when they're in London, because they've played, or at least the NFL has done things in London before. Right, and then I think we think of London pretty easily because of when the Cardinals play the Cubs there. Yeah, and it's 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 Germany. So they'll be in Germany uh, at 8.30 a.m. will be the kickoff on Sunday. So if you want to get up nice, bright, and early, I talked to... Uh, um, one of our friends at the Jingle Fest Ticket Blast last night, and he was like, yep, going to the bar. Yeah, I totally believe that. <laughs> I was just going to say, I guarantee the, the men in my family will be up, dressed, and their best selves at 8 a.m. On a, on a Sunday. Everybody wants to know, is Taylor Swift going to be in Germany? I hope so. Sounds yeah. like everybody could use a little more pep in their step. Yeah. I think the bigger question is, will we see Travis Kelsey in Argentina the week after? Because mm-hmm. they got a bye week. No, I don't think and so. She's going to be in Brazil. I don't think in his season he would do that. All right. Well, uh, we've got more info on that game. A tough loss over the weekend. <laughs> more info at 92.3 WIL. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thanks to Herb Simmons, nominated by Mickey Simmons. He's the St. Clair County 911 and EMA director. He's the mayor of East Carondelet, Illinois. For 40-plus years, he serves on numerous boards, such as chairman of the Metro Bi-State Development Agency. So he does a lot. Mayor for 40-plus years? Herb's out there. (laughs) Herb is out there doing awesome things. Thank you for everything. Here's your request song. It's Josh Turner, your man's on 92.3 WIL. Gosh, 92.3 WIL. That's a Monday. For the STL, it is Remy and Casey. On the way out today, talked about uh, different concerts you may have found yourself at. Uh, Maybe you didn't anticipate going to the Clay Aiken show on Friday, but uh, that was me. I will say this. He did not sing Invisible. A shame. If I was invisible. I would just watch you in your room. That's probably why, you know, (laughs) it's it's the 2023 of it all. Man, it's so creepy now when you sing it out loud. Uh, But we had a couple textures that said, took my sister to Ashley Simpson, wore a hood the entire time, didn't want anybody to see me uh, from the 573, ended up at a Kenny G show. (laughs) Same situation, a gift for my in-laws, but we still went best damn concert ever. So I will say that Clay and Ruben did sound good. See, you were... So you did not want to go. You no. were so over it, and then you went and yeah. you loved it. Yeah, it was like uh, two thousand. It was like re- reliving two thousand three all over again because they went through the entire. They went through that entire season of songs. Right. So if that's not your sign to step out of the box this week, <laughs> out of your comfort zone. I don't know what is. What you need to do is you need to find where Clay Aiken is going to be next and then go to that show. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Uh, If you missed anything from our show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We will see you back here tomorrow for our special Halloween show. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923WIL.